I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hi there and welcome again to the Explaining History podcast and today we're going to be looking uh, again at the subject of Operation Barbarossa, the uh, largest land invasion in world history uh, and the uh, onslaught by Nazi Germany against the Soviet Union. In this podcast, um, I'd like to talk about reactions to the invasion, reactions from Stalin, reactions from ordinary German people, reactions from onlookers in the West, both sympathetic and hostile to the Soviet Union, and also reactions to some of the people, reactions by some of the people subjugated by Stalin in the Baltic states and the Ukraine uh, to the invasion by the Nazis. Now, it's worth reiterating uh, what we've talked about previously on podcasts about Barbarossa, that this was meant to be a war of annihilation. It was going to be a a racial war, and it was going to be a war where um, resources would be commandeered by Germany uh, to be redirected towards the the German people and the German army at the expense of the uh, Soviet citizens, And the uh, General Plan Ost, uh, the plan for Russia, required 30 million Russians to be starved to death uh, within the first six months. And the the kind of the language that was put across by people like Goering and Hitler was that Russians must die so that Germans can live. And that the, not just Germans, but Germany as a collective whole. And this was in keeping with racial thinking, that all history was a struggle between different racial groups and the weaker ones needed to be uh, needed to be swept away by stronger ones. And this was nothing if not the law of nature, as Hitler understood it. Most of the uh, political, economic or ideological considerations were irrelevant uh, based in the face of this one uh, seminal fact, as, as Hitler saw it, that all... 
all life is a struggle between different racial groups. Stalin did not fully understand that Hitler proposed a war of racial annihilation against the Russian peoples and believed that there were ways in which Hitler could be dissuaded from attacking the Soviet Union, that um, German capitalism could be bought off by cheap resources, and that would give Stalin a time to rearm. Uh, the the fact that um, Hitler viewed the Soviet Union in such racial terms made these calculations pretty uh, redundant, but uh, Stalin, again, didn't really understand that. Also, the uh, Soviet peoples, the uh, peoples of Soviet republics in the Baltic states and in Ukraine, who cheered the Nazis, feeling that they had come to liberate them from the uh, oppression of Stalin, didn't understand also that they were, uh, particularly in Ukraine, less so in the Baltic, but particularly in Ukraine, at the bottom of a racial taxonomy as they had uh, Slavic Slavic blood, and that uh, occupation by the Nazis was going to be um, in no way uh, more palatable than the uh, influence of uh, Stalinism as they'd experienced it during the 1930s. That said, however, there were significant numbers of Ukrainian men that volunteered for the SS and there were Ukrainian guards at most of the uh, major death camps uh, in Poland by the end of the war. Barbarossa in Europe, in German-occupied Europe, was one of the worst-kept secrets of the war. Um, it became the stuff of idle conversation. The movement of hundreds of thousands, if not millions, of troops to the Russian border had a vast uh, gossip ripple effect. Uh, there were um, conversations in cafes and uh, bars uh, from uh, Berlin to Paris, um, from uh, the far north of Europe down to the Mediterranean, that basically something very big was going to happen in Russia. That The fact that the uh, Soviet state was so all-pervasive in Russian society, the fact that the Soviet state was able to exert such power, actually worked against it in this regard, in that no conversation uh, on the subject was permissible or even possible outside the confines of a private room. Uh, and even then, the, the, the walls in Soviet departments were notoriously thin. Um, Stalin prevented anything that might provoke Berlin. He's, he was anxious to make sure that there was no uh, popular mood, popular sentiment in Russia uh, against Germany or fear or suspicion of Germany that could be articulated and certainly no troop movements towards the borders that could be misinterpreted and seen as a provocative act by Hitler. And the power with which Stalin could um, overrule front commanders um, it meant that he, for example, uh, ordered anti-aircraft defences to remain inactive um, when Luftwaffe planes began to fly over Soviet territory. In May 1941, there were over 90 flights uh, reported over Soviet territory, obviously there were probably an awful lot more, as uh, German aircraft probed Soviet defences and German spy planes took pictures of Soviet um, 
air defences, Soviet uh, airstrips, uh, airfields, um, gun emplacements and all the other useful stuff they needed to know. Not only was the fact that uh, immense mineral resources were flowing from the Soviet Union to Germany uh, an indicator in Stalin's mind that Hitler wouldn't do anything, but the fact that Britain was undefeated too uh, meant that there was the possibility of uh, America still joining the war and occupying uh, Britain or landing large numbers of troops in Britain to create a uh, a new front in Western Europe in the future. And Hitler looked, uh, Stalin, I beg your pardon, looked at Hitler and thought, well, there's no way he would consciously begin a war on two fronts. It just doesn't make sense for him to do that at this time. Surely he'd, de- he'd want to defeat the British first. When the attack finally came, generals like Georgi Zhukov were far from surprised and he had expected it to come, but there was precious little that he was actually able to do without appearing to overrule Stalin. Stalin ensured that um, the Western Russia was largely undefended and that uh, there was precious little that uh, could happen by way of fighting back. There were two and a half million soldiers in Western Russia um, out of nearly five million troops. The Soviets actually have 4.7 million uh, in total which um, comprised 140 divisions and 40 brigades. And this included 10,000 tanks and 8,000 aircraft. 3.6 million uh, Axis troops came across the border, uh, the largest invasion force uh, in European history, certainly. And these were organised into three army groups, north, south and centre. The division of these three army groups was largely Hitler's uh, decision. His generals strongly suggested that an all-out drive to seize Moscow would be the way in which you would make um, the entire Soviet system collapse and the war would be over very, very quickly. Hitler thought that at the same time, capturing uh, the Ukraine uh, and driving into the Baltic states um, and up towards Leningrad would be um, a... Uh, more workable strategy. Hitler thought that the Soviet system was uh, weak and backward, and he also thought that the Slavic soldier, the Russian soldier, um, was no match for the Aryan German fighter, and therefore there would be very little resistance. In Roger Morehouse's book, Berlin at War, He uh, recounts the reactions of many Germans to uh, the announcement of Barbarossa. There were some Germans who believed that it was long overdue and that the the real fight was with the Soviet Union and always had been and that the spectre of communism needed to be lifted away from uh, Europe's borders once and for all and that it was, uh, whatever their thoughts about Hitler, this was something that they had to kind of get on and do and commit all their forces too. However, there were other Germans, uh, probably more of them, who were afraid, who felt shocked, who didn't quite know what their Fuhrer was going to do next. The campaign in the West had been slightly different. The campaign in the West had been, in the eyes of many Germans, the final uh, bid to overturn the Treaty of Versailles. And when Hitler has uh, the 
uh, train carriage in which the armistice was signed, dragged out of a museum and taken back to the forest in Compain, where the armistice of 1918 was signed. Um, this is the not only the final humiliation on the French, but also Hitler symbolising that the Treaty of Versailles had now been destroyed. Many Germans thought, well, the British will um, call his quits eventually and they'll come to work terms and with us and uh, come to their senses and realise that ultimately we were setting right a great wrong from 1919. However, when this doesn't happen... German people, uh, many German people, uh, rationalise uh, the fact that uh, the British are fighting on and say, well, you know, they are kind of a bit of a nuisance now and a bit of an inconvenience and they'll give up in the end when they, they run out of money. Um, and that would be, up in these views kind of uh, come uh, prevalent up until about 90, early 1941. Barbarossa is a whole new departure in the war and it escalates the war into potentially into kind of global a global conflict as opposed to simply just a, a European one and that especially occurs when the um, German, when Hitler declares war on the USA in December following the uh, Japanese attack on Pearl Harbor. So by the end of 1941, in point of fact, uh, German people who wanted to see the overturn of the Treaty of Versailles got a completely different kind of war from that which they bargained for. This is deeply, uh, deeply alarming. Uh, and the question as to where this will all end and what's going to happen is very, very troubling. It's only um, and when the news... Uh, emerges in spring 1943 that the Sixth Army has been lost at Stalingrad, that a widespread sense of pessimism about the war finally sinks in and many German people embrace the idea that the war is probably lost and that the Red Army will be marching in the other direction in not the not-too-distant future. Max Hastings quotes Goebbels as saying, We must win and win quickly. The public mood is one of slight desperation. The nation wants peace, though not at the price of defeat. But every new theatre of operations brings worry and concern. Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact? You can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, Right. For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. 
Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. As you imagine, it probably would do. The people of Nazi Germany were not particularly different in their outlook and views to most inhabitants of most modern societies, be they democratic or totalitarian. They didn't want their cities to be bombed. They didn't want to lose large numbers of their men on the battlefield. They didn't want to be bankrupted by war. And they were afraid of the unpredictability that war presented. And they had also had a taste between 1914 and 18 of roughly twice the losses that the British had had in the First World War. And to boot, they'd lost, faced a revolution, uh, economic crisis, and the spectre of uh, communism throughout the, uh, the 1920s. So the German people had uh, every reason to feel highly anxious about the outcome of the war. And in many cases, what actually occurs when the Red Army cross back into German soil is the stuff of their worst nightmares. For the German soldiers marching into Russia, there was a combination of heady optimism. They had grown up in the Third Reich and been bombarded with the sort of uh, misleading racial ideas that allowed them to conceive of themselves as being invincible. Many of the soldiers who had swept across Western Europe uh, the previous year in 1940 were now redeployed to Russia and again thought this was going to be, if anything, even easier. Some Russian, some German soldiers began to start to have misgivings, however. They started to find that even though the Russian soldiers were poorly equipped and poorly led, they fought with unbelievable tenacity. And even though large numbers of Russian soldiers were encircled, captured and uh, killed, and those that had been captured left to starve, the soldiers that were uh, able to put up a fight uh, were astonishing in their resolve. And this was precisely what the German, uh, German soldiers had been led to believe would not happen. If anything, it would be uh, the collapse in morale that Hitler had predicted that would see the Red Army simply dissolve. This didn't happen. Also, the distances seemed to be far beyond anything that the Wehrmacht could possibly have conceived of. The endless, vast expanses of territory that seemed almost unconquerable in their size, and the fact that Soviet armies that hadn't been encircled kept withdrawing and withdrawing into the country's interior, meant that the German soldiers were left with, if nothing else, a profound sense of unease about this huge new country. And also there was, amongst the German soldiers, this sense of kind of melancholy and um, a slight d despair over the, the, the vastness of, of Russia and the uh, realisation that, if anything, they had invaded a country that was too big. It was impossible. They didn't have um, tens of millions of troops which would be necessary to... Uh, occupy uh, fully this enormous territory. In the Baltic, the uh, Germans were greeted 
with bewildering cheers. The Baltic republics uh, had been occupied by Stalin in 1940. And the first thing that the Soviet troops did, and the NKVD did, is institute the kind of bloody class warfare that they had instituted in uh, Poland, in the eastern half of Poland, that they had seized in 1939 uh, as a result of the Molotov-Ribbentrop Pact. The uh, mass deportations of uh, Estonians, Lithuanians and Latvians, along with the uh, expropriation of the uh, Baltic bourgeoisie and the distribution of land to the poor and uh, the uh, establishment of poor peasants' committees in order to persecute uh, slightly more well-to-do peasants and and landowners. All these kinds of things uh, made the Soviet occupiers absolutely hated And one of the key ingredients of the Holocaust in the Baltic states uh, was uh, based in the memory of Soviet occupation. When the Germans turned up, the Germans said, the the Bolsheviks, they are controlled by the Jews. Bolshevism, you may not know, is a Jewish ideology. And it is the Jews in your midst that have brought this misery upon you. And the Nazis in the Baltic states didn't have to do an awful lot of killing of their own. They simply stood back and allowed voluntarism, uh, voluntaristic uh, internecine murder to happen. Uh, Jews were killed by their neighbours in uh, the three uh, Baltic states uh, by way of uh, reprisal for um, crimes they felt had been inflicted on them uh, by the Jews, whereas the reality is the Jews had obviously nothing to do with it, uh, as ever. This pernicious myth of Jewish Bolshevism uh, was used in order to further Nazi uh, racial ends in that part of the world. There's um, a much uh, better uh, and more in-depth description of this process in both Timothy Snyder's books um, Black Earth and Bloodlands. Uh, So if you're interested in that kind of side of things, then uh, check those out. The Latvians fought a remarkably successful partisan war as the Soviet Red Army uh, retreats. Um, Estonian partisans captured 26,000 Soviet troops and uh, also um, the the Latvians seized three towns from uh, the Soviet occupiers and at the end of the Second World War would be mightily punished by Stalin for this this slight. In Ukraine, uh, in certain parts of Ukraine anyway, uh, the German army were greeted as um, liberators um, in some uh, way to the surprise of the Germans who had not expected this. Um, the uh, Germans' arrival uh, sees jubilation in uh, Ukraine and the cheering is particularly loud as a result of the uh, Soviet famines in Ukraine uh, in the early 1930s and the savagely violent uh, dekulakization campaign. Stalin, for his part, in the first few days appears to have had a complete nervous breakdown and retires to his uh, dasha outside uh, Moscow. Uh, the Politburo visit him and essentially say that we need a supreme commander uh, and it has to be you. 
Um, so we are giving you military dictatorial powers for the duration of the war. What do you say? Stalin seems to have pulled himself together at this point. And in an almost uh, astonishing reversal, by uh, within six months, during the siege of Moscow, uh, Stalin, uh, with the uh, German army almost at the gates, says that uh, he will remain in the city and urges his colleagues to do the same, not much of a choice really, saying that he must be seen not to be leaving Moscow um, and to show leadership to the people. So um, he is obviously a, a man of great contrasts. That said, within the first few weeks of uh, Barbarossa, uh, the uh, victories that the Germans achieve are uh, some of the most astounding routes in, uh, in human history. The, uh, at Bialystok, at Minsk and Smolensk, entire Soviet armies are encircled and destroyed. Um, tens and in then hundreds of thousands of troops surrender. The majority of the uh, Russian air force is destroyed on the ground. And the um, German and other Axis armies sweep into Russia along long dusty roads, seemingly unopposed. The Soviets burnt what they could as they retreated, practicing the same kind of scorched earth tactics um, that had been used against Napoleon's Grand Army in 1812. But also uh, the German army burned, looted, destroyed and murdered uh, as it went. Uh, in uh, the not too distant future we'll look at the treatment of civilians in the Soviet Union by the German army and the policies handed down by Hitler on the subject of partisans, but not quite now. The scale of the killing caused the Soviet medical system to virtually collapse. Uh, for example, at Tarnopol, uh, within five days, 5,000 casualties were visited upon one hospital that was uh, made built to cater for 200 and there were no tents or um, beds outside the hospital, simply blankets on the ground, if, if that. Overseas, the admirers of the Soviet Union, uh, that I've mentioned many times before, the um, literary and intelligentsia movement uh, known as the fellow travellers, who were non-communists but on the left and sympathetic to Stalin, um, saw the... Uh, invasion of the Soviet Union as some kind of, in some way, relief, a kind of an end to the tortures of the Molotov-Ribbentrop Pact, and now uh, were able to galvanise themselves in defence of the Soviet Union. Um, the isolationist and uh, Nazi sympathiser Charles Lindbergh said, I would a hundred times rather see my country ally herself with Britain, or even with Germany with all her faults, than the cruelty, the godlessness, and the barbarism that exists in Soviet Russia. Some Western onlookers thought that the invasion of the Soviet Union might be quite timely. This might be the opportunity for Stalin and Hitler to destroy themselves. Uh, the uh, sympathies of uh, many British, uh, American, and other Europeans for the Finns, who had been... Uh, attacked by the Soviet Union in the winter of 1939-40 uh, meant that uh, there was a, a sense from some onlookers that perhaps this is 
the Soviet Union getting a taste of its own medicine. Of course, Churchill didn't see it like this. This was at least one of the fabled opportunities Churchill was waiting for, uh, that this now would take the pressure off Britain, that the majority of German troops would be pointing eastwards, and that he would make common cause with Stalin. He says as much in the House of Commons that if Hitler had invaded hell, he would try to speak highly of the devil. And that um, axes must, hatchets must be buried um, with Stalin and a, com a united front with him must be established. The speed of the campaign uh, led to um, rejoicing in Berlin and a uh, particularly as far as the uh, German high command went and the misleading belief that the war was all but won established itself in the minds of several key members of the general staff but of course obviously in the mind of Hitler himself who believed that Moscow would fall by August 1941 as um, those who had misgivings are quickly won over by um, a s analysis of Soviet incompetence uh, a sense that uh, the German army is unstoppable sinks in but by December of that year these fantasies would be shattered. Anyway, I hope you found that useful and we'll carry on with um, Barbarossa again in the not-too-distant future and uh, do check us out on the Explaining History Facebook page. Say hi, tell us what you think and it'd be great to hear from you. Take care, bye-bye. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.